Gents, I feel like we have officially made it as a podcast today. Swanee's Golf has hooked up the Gentleman's League with a discount code. It's official. Bag League. B-A-G-L-E-A-G-U-E. Bag League. Or 25% off your first purchase from Swanee's Golf. How cool is that? Swanee's Golf is a lifestyle apparel brand founded by a few local Minnesota gentlemen. Their apparel is great for on and off the course and made from high quality materials. Check out Swanee's Co. and go get yourself some new gear. Again, Bag League for 25% off your first order from Swanee's Golf. Their website is swanee's.co. As Swanee says, life's a party. Dress for it, guys. Now let's get to this week's podcast. Welcome back, gentlemen. Episode four, season one, Gentlemen's League, the morning after podcast. Uh, welcome back, Swanee. Yo, yo. Sam C, what up? Yellow. How's it going, guys? You know, it's, it's a good day. It's a good morning. Um, lots of events on the folder last night, so I'm excited. Absolutely. Lots of lots of content or tent, as they say. Ton um, of tent. <laughs> a ton of tent. All right, we'll cover we'll cover a lot of it tonight or today. It's morning still, right? Yep, eleven o'clock here on uh, Tuesday. So it's truly the morning after podcast today. All right, we'll dive right into the matches. Uh, start us off with uh, we got Wooden Peg versus the Blind Squirrels. This was a big matchup because Blind Squirrels was tied for second um, in points. So this was a big match for us, the, the Wooden Peggers. Yeah, that first match with uh, Macker and Luke versus Mark Burton and Joe Sarnowski, Uh It was kind of it was a pretty level battle um, the whole way. I think the last five holes were tied. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, wouldn't pay finished one up at the end of it, but Mac Rear got... just grinded yeah. 29. What a great score Jeez. by Maddie there with a five handicap. So, you know, it's net three under. And then the, the blind squirrels both shot 34 of the seven handicaps, so both net par, which is good. Yep. Um, but that's why that's why this match was just only a one up. Pretty good golf all around. Yeah. Uh... And I know, uh, I know Matt and Luke were pretty jacked. Uh, they were they were calling last night's match or last night's round a bump city since Luke was playing at a four, Matt was playing at a five, and uh, ironic that holes one and hole four, which are typically uh, holes they wouldn't get a bump, they both got bumps last night, but they lost those. Lost both. <laughs> bump city really didn't make a difference last night for them. Is, is nine is nine total strokes between those two the most a wooden peg? Flash sweepers team has ever been given mine in a match. It's got to be close, if not the most. It's up. Got to be. Well, it can only happen on the front nine. Now, now that true. we know how the handicaps work, it's true. Um, All right. Second match was with you, Andy and Dan Bonnie versus Mike Berger and John Hager. I'll let you kind of talk about this one. That was a good match. Uh, John made a nice par on uh, eleven or birdie on eleven, I should say. Uh, to go, they went one up, and then me and Dan just kind of ran the table from there. Um, I was under the assumption, actually, maybe need to call uh, the commission on this, but when I have to give a shot back to the to the hole, like if I'm a if I'm plus four, I've got to give a shot back. 
it was under my assumption that I'm not giving a shot back for the match, but I'm giving a shot back for the net total. So according to our golf genius app here, it looks like, so for instance, uh, number 12, uh, number 13, I should say I made a, a birdie, but it gave me a par because I needed to give a shot back. Um, so we ended up tying that hole when I actually thought we had won that hole with the birdie. So um, it's a little controversy there, but it didn't, little. It, didn't it didn't really it matter. Did. I guess we still won three up. So um, Dan played, Dan played well when, when he had his shots, which was great. Great to see Dan hit some just lasers out there last night. <laughs> Could we talk about a second that you were a plus four? <laughs> Keep yeah, in mind, this is nine hole. These are nine <laughs> hole matches. <laughs> and yeah, we're in unprecedented t- territory where you're making natural birdies that are that are netting to a par. Yeah, like, this is yeah. This seems to get started out. I think probably some before playoffs because that could be very controversial. Yep, we'll definitely sort that out next week. All right, moving on. Right. We've got we've got uh, Coach Al. Tommy and Pat versus Jordan Hagel and Jeff Bean. There's obviously yeah. another match going on inside this match that we'll talk about. A match within a match. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know if I want to hit on this one too much, or unless you think we should right now, Andy. But we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this match, right? But then we'll, we'll dive into the the match. The match between 3.0. partners. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay. The, the match. A little background. There was a individual match as well as a team match going on during this. I guess this round we'll hit on the individual match between um, two Swannies players later, but the actual match coach Al of Tommy Durkin and Pat Renner versus Swannies LLC, Jordan Hagel and Jeff Bean was started off pretty brutal for Swannies and then turned into one of the craziest comebacks I've ever seen. Um, Pat Renner started off net or gross birdie um, and then a bogey on two, but was, you know, a one three on those two is pretty good. They went up four in the first five holes against um, Jordan and Jeff. But then Team Swanee's won the last four holes to somehow even up the match. Uh, we were talking about this after the round that that has to at least tie the biggest comeback because you, you can't go down any more than that and then yeah. come back and tie. So, yeah, I mean, it's gotta be. pretty remarkable. When we look at all those net twos, yeah, there was. Yeah, they finished net two, net two, net two, net two. They took a page out of Andy's book. It's two, two, two. Ridiculous. It was, inc- it was actually pretty incredible. Little, deuce, little deuces there. That's pretty Indeed. nice. Pretty nice comeback by uh, by Swannies there. All right, moving on to the back nine. We've got Tom Rooney and Eric Stevens versus Kelsey, KJ Johnson, and Zach Hoffman. I heard that. Eric was a couple oh. under through three or four holes oh last God. night. He was golfing his golfing his golf ball, as they say. Um, two under through the first two under. Oh, wow. natural two under through the first five. Yeah, gross two under through five. You're not going to beat wow. many people that are four handicaps when they. I mean, to only lose by two, I think is actually pretty good for Zach then, and Kelsey. But then Tom just picked it up on seventeen oh. and eighteen to win the match two up. Good for you, Tom, Tom Rooney. Yeah, Tom, who the five holes of four of that went six, he went, what do you mean, triple, <laughs> double, quad, double, triple, and then par, par to just knock the lights out of Swanee in the last Finished two holes. Finished eight, five, seven, three, three. <laughs> That's pretty nice. Well so done. they won that one. Uh, 
Coach Al won that one two up. Yeah. Let's, we got to we got to come up with a, a an award for that, like the best finish or the best finisher. Yeah. It's not like reverse I mean, sandbagger, but it's the we'll, we'll come up with I mean, some. But Tom gets the, it so far this week. The closing buzzsaw. The closer. Yeah. I like it. The closer. All right, moving on. Happy Hookers versus the P90-ish boys. David Randall Ryan Hogue versus Jordan and yours truly, Sam C, was a sub. P90-ish couldn't find anyone. There is, that, is that legal? It Conflict is. Conflict of interest. It's very legal. Sam loves playing golf. He literally can't get enough golf, so that's why he plays. Well, Happy Hookers lost this one by two to Jordan and Sam Carlson P90-ish. Um, and let's be honest, Sam, you really didn't contribute to the team there because Jordy shot a 33 with nine shots. So, oh, yeah, that's lights out. Jordy, you got three under. Jordy, Jordy, was, Jordy was feeling a little defeated after, you know, four holes, five holes, because we were losing holes and Jordy was like, he's playing his best round of the year maybe, and we're down one. And then he finishes – uh what is that net two net three net three net two net two that's that could be the close and and we end up uh winning it there uh by what one or two yeah so jordy definitely turned it on he said i got strokes i'm gonna use them (laughs) how about the 13 handicap going three net one to start dave randall just just a little little net net uno on the first sam you won one hole and tied one hole for the or uh, your guys' team there. Yeah, I was more just kind of like uh, the oh, levels. I look at safety a, blanket. He didn't win any holes for the team. No, didn't win any. No. Oh, I thought. Oh, that's well, right. Sam, he didn't it's, win it's any. Like it's like you just didn't even play. I mean, Jordy would have beat him by himself if you went to Ben. All I all I did was bar, buy beers on hole five. That's all I contributed. <laughs> Some say that's more important. Tip your bartenders. That is more important. It, you know, moral support. In this league. So. Uh, P90X wins, wins two up there. Uh, onto the backside between Steve Nazdick and Derek Metzger of Happy Hookers and Jason Esch and Luke Spanbauer of P90X. It's a new person. Uh, that's Jason's neighbor, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Probational handicap here. New, new sub this week. Welcome. Welcome, Luke. Um, what do we got here? So it looks like Naz's team, Happy Hookers, got a two up. They basically were – I mean, they – they were two up after 11, and they basically were up three after 16. Yeah. Probational handicap kind of killed them. Yeah, that's tough. Probational playing at zero is tough. But, hey, 40, not bad. No. It's a pretty uh, level playing field. Just when you don't get strokes, it makes yeah. it hard. Not much Better than playing by yourself. Not that's much true. to talk about there. So, nice playing by uh, the Happy Hookers. Happy Hookers. Win two up there. So, Scrape It versus Holy Smokes. Finally spelled correctly. Um, <laughs> the golf, the golf uh, pronunciation, I should say. So uh, Tony Ryder and Jeremy Wang versus Chad Berger and Jeremy Brandt. Uh, Tony and Jeremy get it done. Three up, they win uh, three wow. of the last four holes. Look Holy at that. smokes! Net twenty-one. Was all, yeah. Yes. Holy smokes! Was combined net three over, and they get absolutely throttled. Wow. To a combined net three under. It's tough. Um, yeah, who, who's played well here? They, well, it looks like Tony Ryder at a nine handicap shot of 33. Yeah. So similar to Jordan Nash, yep. net three under. That'll pretty much lock up any match for you. Yep, yep, absolutely. So a lot, of net, cool. lot of net twos in there. One, two, three, four. Yeah, 
five net twos, no, six net twos beat the course record <laughs> net wise. Wow. Um, All right, moving on. Back nine. Bolero Club. Last, uh, last match here. Andrew Carlson Trent. versus Tyson Coach Bjorkland and Trent Ryder. Trent had the high socks on last night. I, I appreciated that. Did um, it work? Three over. Trent with a 33. Oh, no, sorry. Net. Net 33. Yeah, 37. Net 33. Uh, not really. It didn't go the same um, for him as it did for you, but yep. still decent golf. So I want to uh, point out uh, that B- I was looking into the analytics this morning. BJ Oklubja has been the number two golfer in the league this season. He's currently playing at a one handicap. He's tied for second for most birdies, and he's second place for most pars behind Andy. He's, wow! Uh, what a great year. He doesn't. I mean, he doesn't play a lot either. <laughs> no, he. That's pretty he's a yeah. warrior. Barely. Yeah, Monday, a he's a Monday night warrior. He doesn't gets really, out once in a while. I mean, you know, just, it's hard to have a good feel when you play as little as he does. If you can't tell the sarcasm in our voices, that's it's there. Sorry, it's not coming across. <laughs> I mean, based on how much he plays, how little he plays, could he be considered the best golfer? I mean, to be a one and play as little as he does is more impressive <laughs> than... That's true. He's just a natural. It's a natural talent. Yeah. He's yeah. just an athlete. That's what he is. He's an athlete. Former Division Two athlete? Yep. A little ball player. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, not much... Sorry, not much we got down a little rabbit hole there, but... <laughs> so Trent, uh, uh, Trent and Tyson tried to come back, but it looks like uh, AC and uh, Blair, BJ, uh, held him off on 18, so... They win one up. Yeah, good match there, back and forth. Yep. All right, what are we? Little, uh, that's... Let's go into a little hole by hole. What What was the toughest hole? I like. I always like to point out what the toughest uh, hole was last week. Uh, let's see here. Update my chart. I think the hardest five. hole was number five, played at a four point three one, so a third of a shot over par. Easiest hole is number eleven. Played to the exact same number. How about that? So five and eleven yesterday played to the same average. That's pretty crazy. Deep stats. Uh, this was the easiest week on the front nine mm. scoring average by like a good stroke and a half. I think. Wow, that's 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 some real good analytics right there. Appreciate yeah, it. I don't. Deep I stats. I didn't play the back nine last night, but it, I'm assuming there must have been some tough pin or T placements because uh, the stretch of 14, 15, 16, 17 were playing extra difficult. Uh, according oh to the and obviously we know 17 was an Island green last night. Yeah, that's too, that was too bad. And 17 was an Island green and it was almost, you know, it was very, very wet still on the front of the green. So you had to you know, give your, your putt a little extra. What, do you, what are you guys' thoughts on that? I mean, for players like you and I, it's hard who are considered, you know, decent golfers you know the average golfer at jim lake is I mean, you wouldn't say you know, how do you put this nicely isn't usually carrying the ball to the green off the tee sure even though it's only 150 yards what do you think they need to do at 17 just let it ride as is try to make some modifications or just accept it for what it is and maybe make it even harder and make a moat around the green as some of us have uh petitioned for <laughs> I uh, it's it's difficult because the the amount of money that we probably need to dump into the 17th green to raise it is it's I mean it'd be a lot of money, so I think what they did and try to put that berm up is going to help. Um, 
I, I don't know what I don't know what to do. We may have to call the golf course architect and see what his thoughts are. Yeah, who is that? I don't know. I don't know who it is. Too bad Tom Varden's not still around. <laughs> Just teasing Tommy future boy. teasing future pods. Uh, um so actually I don't this might be screwing up the schedule, but that's a good segue into into a few of my questions I have okay. prepared. Go I don't know if we it. want to jump into that. Yeah, I guess we're we're done with the matches. We'll jump into the 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 second uh, second week of the uh, of the segment. We'll call it Sam's questions. So go ahead, Sam. What are your questions yeah. this week? So, in light of the Island Green on seventeen, if you guys could make one design change at Gem Lake, what would it be? Good one. Oh man, you got to preload this for me. I'll start it. I'll start it because it's simple and we've been talking about it. I think it would be really cool. And this is uh, something that's just been mentioned in the last maybe couple of months. I think it'd be cool if we just did all one length uh, fairway, basically short grass through the entire front nine. Back nine would be a little bit harder. And I like the back nine because it's a, you have some par fours, but front nine, just all fairway. So it'd just be fairway or long grass, like the, the heather or whatever we're calling that stuff. Yeah, that would be. That'd, that'd be, be a, so a, cool. quick, a quick, easy change, I guess. Um, but that'd be my thing that stands out the most to me right now. I actually brought that up to Pat last night as a joke, and he's seriously considering it. Yeah. Which would be cool. Um, mine would probably be less bunkers. <laughs> yeah, you always struggle out of the sand traps. Yeah. No, my only – the one that Andy brought up is probably the best. The only gripe I have would be – if we could maybe trim the limb on two tee box um, for us high ball flighters, it's very, it limits what I can do out there. That's my main excuse for why I can't tee off in that hole. Mm. There's, a, there's a low hanging limb. Literally it's, it's below my head height. <laughs> yeah. There's some, right. there's a couple holes with some tree trimming. I'm trying to think what else I would actually like to see. I think the 12th green, although it's one of my favorite holes, top three favorite huh. holes out there. I think you need to do something. You need to make the green bigger, kind of like they did to uh, like 18. Um, Cause it, there's really only like two pin it's positions. So you can do front yeah. or back. Like the middle is so sloped. Like it'd be cool if they could just basically shave down where the, the kind of the fringe is now, make that green and you could add a couple more pin placements there. That'd be my second, second recommendation. Or maybe remove that back hump a little bit. Yeah. The, to move dirt is way more expensive than just cutting grass a little bit shorter. So Hence yeah. why they did that to the 18th green. Um, fair, fair point. So that's that's my idea. All what right. else? What else you got, Sam? Next question. Um, we've now seen multiple styles of COVID cups. Uh, mm. <laughs> I'm sure some of you have seen PVC piping that sits a few inches above the cup. We've seen sponge that sits maybe a half inch below the cup. Um, you got the little plastic 3D printed flipper, and then there's that metal hook easy lift. Do you guys have a favorite type of COVID cup? Mm, I think the ones that we currently have are the best. Yeah, the, the ones that are in there right now are pretty good. I was I said this to someone else, but I played a course called, for something they don't know, Loggers Trail a couple weeks ago, and they had a, like an easy lift type of thing. It was all one piece, and it seemed to work pretty well, too. Um, outside of the ones last night, I think that was the best I've experienced. I don't want to try to explain it to you, but 
Yeah, I think the I think that's the parade product that they have in the cups at gem. I think that stuff's pretty nice. It seems to hold the <laughs> ball like when the ball actually goes in the hole, it like kind of keeps it in there like a cup rig, a regular cup would. So, sure. All right, and then last question, which we kind of teasing a little bit. What's next is that there was a match within a match last night. There was a side wager. Um, and I'm curious, what's the most money you guys have wagered on the uh, for, on any given golf match? Uh, I've never I've never done like a straight up let's play for a hundred bucks. But in college, we used to we used to play a game called Umbriago or, or Banker. Banker was the one that you should kind of get out of hand. Sam, you've had experience uh, playing. Yeah, I don't like banking. <laughs> um, I think one time a there, lot was, of money quick. there was about three or four hundred dollars exchanged. That was probably the most, the most I've ever seen exchanged. Wolf. Yeah, I don't think I ever played anything crazy. Um, maybe like fifty bucks, but that always seems to come down to pretty even in the end. Last last week, I did win two dollars and fifty cents from Kelsey Johnson. So hey, winner winner. Every every dollar counts. That'll that'll get you a power rate and a bucket of popcorn. <laughs> someday when the popcorn comes back almost not worth a transaction fee <laughs> all right that's all three all right thanks for that that ends the segment of sam's questions moving on guys uh we are going to basically set up this match so sam or swanee why don't you uh kind of give us a little background and we'll We'll, uh, we'll then play these sound bites that we've got pre-recorded here, and then um, we'll uh, we'll join in back after we get through the sound bites for a little post game uh, post game discussion. But why don't you set it up for us, Sam Swanee, I should say. Yeah. So the match within the match, the match 3.0, as we're calling it. Um, obviously, the gentlemen's league is a team game. Your two players versus well, your four players. So it's not their team's four players, two on each side. Um, is the real reason we're playing. Um, but there was a friendly wager amongst two people within our own team playing on the same team against the other team. Um, Jordan Hagel and Jeff Bean had been having a friendly argument about, uh, I guess, true handicaps versus, you know, playing better net golf. Um, Jordan Hagel is by far the better golfer on an 18-hole championship style course. No one disagrees with that. Um, Jeff Bean knows that um, Jordan can struggle on the front nine at Gem Lake. And as we all know, the Gem Lake par threes are very challenging. So there was a friendly wager of who could play a better net score last night on the par three on the front nine. Um, Jeff Bean was a eight handicap and Jordan Hagel was a seven handicap. And uh, do you want me to uh, give away the winner right now? Or uh, we'll uh, let's get uh... I'll uh, I'll start the um, the the pre round interviews now. All right, welcome Jordan. Week uh, what week is it? Week six of Gentlemen's League. Yep. We got a big night tonight. We got a, a uh, big night. Every a, every night's a big night though. We got a we got a challenge tonight. A match. A fifty dollar bet going on. So who hundred uh, dollar bet? Hundred. Oh, it's upped. It's, it's been up to a hundred. Yep. So set the scene. Who challenged who to the wager? Uh, Bean, Jeff Bean on Team Swanies challenged me. Um, this was, well, it started with an argument about handicaps. So my 18-hole handicap is lower than my 9-hole gem handicap, mm-hmm. 
which I don't know if it's an anomaly. You guys should look into this, look into the advanced statistics, because I sent it to Swanee. We'll send an email to the commission. Yeah, my, my index is less on an 18-hole course than it is here. And so he said, there's no way, like, you're you're fluffing your handicap. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, let's talk about it. Goes, I mean, I can beat you at gem, can't I? I go, no. He goes, well, let's do it. Based on a handicap, we'll see who wins. I go, okay, how much do you want to lay? He goes, 50. I go, let's make it 100. He said, okay, we'll do 100. So we're out here. Uh, I get seven. Bean gets eight. We played Onika yesterday. Uh, I shot a 77. Bean shot a 105. Oh, okay. So, so beating about by 28 on form, 18. Good form coming in. But, I mean, we'll see. Like, Jem, I mean, you know how hard of a course it can be. Yeah. It's all par threes. Uh, I speaking think that of, plays a factor. Speaking and, of, you, before the round last week, you, you, had, a, you had yelled at Andy Paulson to... For a bet, if you're right, are you talking in third person? Yeah, you're Andy Paulson. <laughs> third yeah. person. Uh, how I'd you do feel? it again today. <laughs> I'd do it again today. You would have killed me. I'd do it again today. Uh, so with seven shots on the on nine par threes, what's your what's your strategy? Well, I mean, not everybody can have the mindset like you. I'm looking to hit four greens in reg, <laughs> and I'm I'm looking to two, no three putts, so two putt those. I figure if I make par on those, worst case scenario, bogey the ones I miss. Uh, then I'm plus four, and that's a minus three net with the seven strokes. There I think go. that'll be good enough to win. Okay, that's pretty good. Uh, so yeah, so you mentioned you said shot 77 in Oniki yesterday. Yep. What what was working yesterday? Um, kind of everything. I mean, I was chipping in for birdie. I was hitting hitting really long birdie putts, which isn't very normal for me. I think everybody knows I'm a pretty bad putter. Um, so the the putter was working, the short game was working, and the iron play was on. So I'm I'm happy to play the front today. No driver, no three wood. Uh, irons off all the tees, and uh, like the confidence and mental game is there. Nice, very nice. Yeah. Let's uh, let's go through the golf bag. We're doing a little right. what's yeah. in the bag for tonight's match. I love match. it. I love it. Where do you want to start? What do you, let's just go start from top down. Drive. Well, so, we don't need to talk about drivers so, since we're playing the par threes. Okay. So what are we uh, playing? So well, I won't play the driver of the three wood tonight, but I've got my four hybrid. Uh, it's let's just mention there's head covers on almost all of these clubs. Yeah. So we got the monkey, uh, we got the beaver, and we got the lion. I used to have a birdie and an eagle, but I just wasn't feeling the feng shui, so they're out of the bag now. Um, we got PXG all the way down. Uh, I got suckered in. I love the feel of them. I mean, that's half of golf is how yeah. they feel. So uh, I got the 0211s all the way from the five iron. I don't play a four iron. Five all the way down to basically a, a lob wedge. Wow. So I got like four different wedges and then uh, nine all the way up to five. And then we got the Scotty Cameron uh, putter, the Newport 2. Newport 2 rock roller. Yep. Rock and roller. so who's caddying for you tonight? Uh, no, and I'm a person. I do my own well, caddying. I just figured that anyone who has a staff bag has got a full time caddy. Yeah, you would think that, but, um, but not for whatever me. reason, the caddy didn't show up tonight. Not me. Okay. No, it's look good, feel good, play good. I like the staff bag. Uh, I don't like to carry anything. I think when you're walking, any energy that you can preserve, especially when you're our age, yeah. will help. Yeah. So I do the pull cart, staff bag. I got everything in there. Water, snacks in case I get dehydrated or hungry. Come it's pretty like warm out. It's pretty warm. Anytime out. you can get a little edge on your opponent, I'll take it. All right, I love it. All right. Well, uh, thanks for joining us. Good luck today. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll follow up with you after the match. All right. We'll see you. All right. So we're here with Jeff Bean, the other half of the uh, individual um, bet tonight for Team Swannies. Um, Jeff, how do you feel about tonight's game? I feel great. Um, I'm excited to go out. I mean, it's it's a it's a guy who has the most expensive bag in the gentlemen's league versus a guy who swings like Charles Barkley. So. Um, you know, it's David versus Goliath, and I think I'm ready for it. Just confirm that you are Goliath or David? <laughs> uh, I mean, depends who you ask, I guess. But um, I, I, I think most people here would consider myself David. Um, yeah. All right. All right. Um, 
And so how did this bet come about? Talk a little more about that. Uh, you know, well, Hagel, Hagel has his own way of playing the game of golf, and I'm more of a, a traditionalist. So um, uh, we had some arguments, so we're just going to settle it on the course. Nothing better. Uh, what's, uh, one last question. What's in the bag tonight? What are you playing? I'm playing all of Hagel's old clubs, uh, minus the putter, every one of my other clubs, our clubs, Hagel thoughts. Uh, he couldn't play because he wasn't playing well with them, so he buys you know a couple sets a year and they're hand me downs. All right, well we're next on the tee. Let's go play well. All right, Mister, uh, we got Swanee here. We wanted to. Swanee's the captain of uh, Swanee's LLC team. Who the, the wager is going on between tonight, Jordan Hagel and Jeff Bean. So, so captain, Captain Swanee, what what's your thoughts tonight? Well, as you can imagine, being a team captain, you might think that I'd be very frustrated that my my players are um, trying to compete against one another when they're actually supposed to be working together to uh, beat the real opponent and the in the runner team um, but I've changed my mind since my first reaction and you know there's a cliche in sports where someone a coach will say no we didn't get beat tonight by the other team we beat ourselves you know you know what I don't you know I think we have the four best players in this league so if we can't beat ourselves then we're never going to succeed. So I want to. I want to see how that plays out today. You just said beat yourself. <laughs> yes, we need to beat ourselves. <laughs> um, I've also put some odds together for this match. Um, oh wait, hold on. We got a betting report here. Let's get the. We get the odds. As you know, J- um, Jordan Hagel gets one stroke on Jeff Bean tonight. Um, so I've got. Oh, H- Bean gets one. Bean, on Hagel. Bean gets one on Hagel. Yep. yep. Hagel's a seven. Bean's an eight. I've got Hagel at minus one eighty to win outright. Um, I've got Jeff Bean at plus 150 to win outright. Um, Swanee's to win the match is plus 850. Um, the reason being, I just think this is going to backfire and it'll totally implode on each other. <laughs> and get absolutely stomped. So Swanee's to win at minus 300. Um, stroke differential of Hagel minus two and a half. I'm putting 10 on Swanee's to win. 850, that's worth a bet. 10 bucks on 850. Yeah. All right. Thanks for joining us, Captain. Anything else? Uh, I'll be giving some uh, mid-round updates, so we'll check in a little bit. All right. Thanks, now we're at the first tee here for the match. 3.0, Jordan Hagel out of Augusta National Golf Club. First on the tee. Can't see it straight in the sun. Waiting for it to come down. Ooh, right, right, front right. Next on the tee. Uh, playing out a Country View golf course in Maplewood, Minnesota. Jeff Bean. You uh, live streaming this match? Practice swing one. Low burner. We'll check in hole three. All right, we are standing on the fourth tee of the match. Um, Jordan Hale just made a long bomb from off the green for a three to gain a one-stroke lead on Jeff Bean. Um, as expected, the match between the two actual teams, Team Swannies, is down two through three. Check back later. Away here, uh, Jordan just absolutely stuffed one, a beautiful golf shot. Um, Jeff Bean kind of chunked one. He's a little short, but still get up and down for par here. And I'm here with Jeff. Um, to get a little comment on where he thinks he's at right now with three holes to play. 
um, you know, gross even, uh, net up one. Um, Hagel seems a little frazzled right now. Um, he is in tight. I'm worried about that, but I think if I can get out of this one even and go to eight, um, I think I have a good chance because he's uh, he seems to be a little bit of a head case right now. So, all right, you know, this is where I expected the staff bag fatigue to set in. I think it's coming a little bit, but he just stuffed one here, so we'll see how it plays out for the rest of the way. Jeff seems to have a little tap in the step, so we'll see how it finishes. I'm here with the individual winner, Jordan Hagel, who just beat Jeff Bean by uh, net five, we believe the final tally is. You know, the round started a little rocky, but he closed a uh, birdie par par, which basically sealed the deal for him. Jordan, how do you feel he played today? You know, I got off to a tough start, which mentally is never good, but um, hit a couple of good iron shots, came back. Um, sorry about the background noise. you got a lot of fans driving in here. Yep, after the round, yeah. Um, Matt, Matt, after the round. Yeah. So, um, you know, I mean, first and foremost, I mean, down four after the first four, came back, won the last four, I believe. I won three, Bean won one. So it was good to come back and, and push um, individual match. I mean, what happened is uh, about what I expected. Um, I wish I would have started off a little better, but, you know, winning by five is about what I expected. And I was, you know, happy to come away with W. Uh, well, obviously, we know that one stroke probably isn't a fair game here in a normal round of golf. And if you guys are to do it again here, how many strokes do you think is fair to make it more even? I mean, it's nine holes, so it's kind of tough to gauge. But, you know, I would say three and a half, four and a half is probably the line in Vegas. So probably right where we are at today. I think I'm a little more consistent player than he is, but he's definitely a better putter. And we're about the same around the green. So, um, you know, if Vegas were to set the line, I'd probably say four and a half. And uh, I'm probably like minus, you know, 120, 140 right around there. And I'd love to do it again. You know, we can go double or nothing and run it back. I'm still waiting for Andy Paulson to – uh to come play me with our handicaps. So, um, you know, I'm sponsored by Swanee's now unofficially, but it feels good to have a sponsor and somebody on the bag. And, um, you know, Andy, this is, uh, this is for you next. Congratulations, Jordan. We'll see you next week. Thank you. All right, guys. So you've got the, we just went through the match. We've gone through the highlights and we, we just, uh, we just heard from Jordan on his post game interview. So what do you feel? How do you feel about that Swanee? Uh, I mean, I'm great that he's beaming with confidence after being a golfer that he's knows he's better than. Um, his confidence is, is so high that he's taking on probably, well, obviously the best golfer in the league now. Um, I just like to remind him, even though he's my teammate, I want to keep him a little level-headed that even though he, he won pretty easily last night, if he would have played you on the front nine last week when he shot your 22, he still would have lost by, I think, 13 or 14 yeah. strokes. So. I also think he's forgetting the – I'm pretty sure at your bachelor party, we he wanted to bet and go beer for beer and shot for shot. Um, and by about the ninth hole, I mean, I could get some evidence out, but there's a picture of him that looks to be um, – he, he's struggling after about nine holes, but I was still still rocking and rolling. That's shocking. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, think my I don't want to speak for you, but – Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Sam. In my advice to Hagel, before taking on the uh, best golfer in the league, maybe start with the second best golfer, which is BJ O'Club, Yeah, Yeah. Just work go. your way up. <laughs> yeah, well, if you look at gins, they have similar gins um, of four, four something. I guess I haven't looked at BJ's in a while, but I think he used to be around a four. So you could match, but. Um, I like the I love the confidence. I think the uh, the goal is a little the bar is set a little high with trying to take on Andy, um, who will 
that'll undoubtedly beat him anywhere he wants to play. But love the confidence. The matches are great. It was fun to watch. It was pretty close up until the seventh hole when Jordan, I think he heard the highlights and made an absolute bomb yep. to kind of seal the deal. Um, yeah. But it was entertaining for a while. And then, like I said, the actual match between the two teams kind of made it even more entertaining down right. to the wire. So was it over when Hagel made the putt on seven or when Bean snap hooked it left of number seven <laughs> off of eight? Well, I heard someone in the, uh, the highlights say that might be on six fairway. <laughs> yeah. So I think it was maybe tied net going into the seventh green. Jordan hit a decent tee shot. Jeff kind of stubbed his and uh, Jordan made like a bomb, like 30 feet for birdie. And I think that just really demoralized Jeff, even though he's only down like two with, two holes remaining yeah so when he got to eight tee box he just i mean he hit it left of left <laughs> i don't even he somehow avoided the pine trees on left seven green but might have ended up in like six fairway it was yeah. left of so left i can i'm firsthand witness here uh i was playing hole seven <laughs> when you guys were teeing off on eight um and I'm getting ready to hit my tee shot on seven. And here comes Bean marching down the middle of the fairway on seven. And I'm thinking, what is he doing way over here? And I proceeded to ignore him and just hit my shot right over his head. I don't know if he yeah, ever found that it. Don't know. No, was... those holes are basically run perpendicular. So to be down seven fairway is quite impressive. Yep. And not even quite perpendicular. Um, and then, yeah. yeah. And then he literally did the same exact thing on hole nine and there was a group in front of us that played an extra hole. So there's on one tee box and it landed between two guys <laughs> on one tee box. Nice. So, That's, uh, it was entertaining for majority of the match. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like those last two. Yeah. The highlights made it sound pretty entertaining. So nice content boys. Way to, uh, way to up the game there a little bit. Um, we'll uh, we encourage more of it. I think. Yeah, absolutely. We need, we need this kind of stuff for the podcast for sure. Uh, moving on. We've got some listener voicemails. All right, so let's set up the first one here. It looks like Jeremy Bryant has sent in a voicemail, and uh, here it is. Hey, guys, Jeremy Brandt checking in here. First-time caller, long-time listener. Uh, super excited about this show. Uh, must listen to every week. little disappointed in the delay last week that it took so long to get out. I was really looking forward to listening to it on Tuesday morning. Um, I digress. Real quick, uh, Andy, could you break down the shank on number one? The 22 is great and all, but for us mere mortals, we'd like to hear how a scratch handicap hits a shank. I'll hang up and listen. Thank you very much, sir. You're a gentleman and a scholar. Thanks, Jeremy, for the voicemail. I appreciate your support. Longtime listener, he says, first-time caller. We've got a lot of that. Is that a thing? I don't I don't know. Um, so Jeremy asks about the, the shank on number one during the record round. And again, if, if he was a true listener of the, vo- of the podcast, he'd go back and review last week's pod because I explained it clearly. It wasn't a shank. It was a groove low uh, into the tree. Uh, shanks typically have some left-to-right slice on it as a right-handed golfer because they go off the hosel. So, um, again. Low-hanging limbs like I discussed earlier. I'll, I'll, I'll reenact the shot if you want me to, but it's, uh, it was one of those just a little groove low and hit the tree and came down. So he called a shank, whatever. It's a, it still is a 22, Jeremy. So <laughs> or, whatever. Sure. I shanked it. A groove low, whatever. 22. And you're so good that you still shot a 22. Yeah. Uh, next, next voicemail. We got one here from, it says rusty Pelican, who I think is Andrew Carlson. AC. All right. 
Here it is. All right, boys, long-time listener, first-time caller. Is there a list or a, um, a ranking of the sweatiest golfers in Gentlemen's League? Discuss. All right, so Rusty Pelican, also known as asked the question, uh, who is the sweatiest golfer in the league? What do you uh, like the biggest grinder? No, just no, I he's... think <laughs> I think what he's asking is who who comes in the sweatiest after golf league on Monday nights? Just how much perspiration has has yeah. well because like the kids what the kids lunch. say sweatiest for like what the kids say is like just the biggest like the I guess like the best slash grinder, yeah. the one that's just out there. That's what I was going to flip it as is I, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I come in super sweaty. I sweat when it's 45. I run hot. So I also think that the sweaty means you're out there grinding. You're working hard. So you want to call it sweaty. Some of us might call it working hard. So who wants to be, who wants, you know, who's the hardest working people in the league? That's how I would phrase this, this, this uh, voicemail. Work smarter, not harder. <laughs> Go ahead, Sam. I'll let you answer first. Um, well, Last night I subbed for P90 Ash and I was partners with Jordan last night. And I will say there was a lot of beads of sweat rolling down his forehead. And Jordy I think you'd hot. agree. He runs hot. It was humid. Yep. Um, for those of you that aren't listening from, you know, the Minnesota area, it was, it was hot and it gets very humid in Minnesota. It was upper, it was mid nineties probably with high humidity last night. It was warm. It was a warm one. Uh my my vote would be my own teammate KJ Kelsey Johnson, who will not um, disagree that he he sweats when it's forty below. Um, it's it's quite incredible. So he's perspiration wise, I think he's the sweatiest. Um, actually, Pat Renner and I were talking about how it always seems like Matt Greer has the same demeanor over every single shot. You know, kind of that seriousness, even though we know he's not taking it super serious, but his demeanor never changes and it just seems like he's always grinding mm -hmm. no matter if he's trying to make a 10 footer for double bogey or 10 footer for burger. Yep. So in the, the, as the kids say, sweaty, Matt's probably one of the sweatiest golfers out there. Yeah. Also, sweaty. Also, <laughs> so sweaty. All right. Thanks for the voicemails, gentlemen, keep them rolling in. Um, we enjoy that, uh, that portion of the podcast. So that's all the content we got for this week. Uh, let's tease a little bit, uh, some upcoming ideas we have. Um, it was discussed last year at the, um, the shootout or the D bag competition to, to get a little Calcutta going. So I think we're going to, we're going to try to get that going again this year or going this year, I should say. Um, so that's in the work. So it's important, even if you don't, um, qualify for the shootout this year, we really ask that you guys come and enjoy a beer and, and maybe, you know, uh, participate in the Calcutta would make it a little bit more fun um, than it already is. So teasing that a yeah, little we bit. We want more people there. Yeah. It's more, it's more fun than the championship to be quite honest, in my opinion. Yep. And for, for those who don't know, free beverages from the Bev cart during That's right. Uh, D -Bag. That's right. Can you, can you give like a 30 second briefing of what a Calcutta is, Andy? Yep. So a Calcutta is um, you're, someone is going to own the player, right? So let's just say Sam Carlson. Um, we're going to, we're going to say, all right, who wants Sam Carlson for five bucks? And I'll say, all right, I'll, I'll take it for five, kind of like an auction. Right. Um, and Sam Swanson might say, I'll take 10 on him. So Sam will own him for $10. 
and there's going to be all this money in the pot and we're going to figure out a percentage of uh, win play show. Um, so Sam Swanson will own him for 10 bucks and get a percentage of the entire winnings. Um, if Sam Carlson wins the shootout. Um, so there'll be a little bit of money involved this year. Do we need to, we have it at first, our real, I think you hit on it earlier, but our first real sponsor finally too. Yeah. Shout out to, to Swanee's, Swanee's golf. You've probably already heard a couple of, uh, ad reads for us this week. Um, I'll mention it again, bag league, 25% off your first order. I just ordered a new wardrobe. Not going to lie. So you'll be seeing me sport some, uh, Swanee's gear the next few weeks for sure. I was in some desperate need of some new golf shirts. So, um, Bag, bag, bag league, B-A-G-L-E-A-G-U-E, all caps, no spaces. Yep. Bag league, 25% off. Thanks, Swannies. That's great uh, great stuff. Have a good group of guys. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up. Um, last week of regular season coming up next week. Get those uh, low scores in to get those qualifying points for the shootout. Um, and then next week, I think we'll do some, uh, hopefully live taping or live recording, uh, for, um, the format, how the number one seed picks their opponent and so on for playoffs. So hopefully, well, that'll be done. I think the night of next week, that's what I'm saying. We'll we'll get some live, hopefully live recording, um, done then. And we'll, we'll, we'll put it on the pod next week. So good. All right, gents, fun night, fun, uh, fun podcast this week. We will uh, we'll wrap it up and see you guys next week at Jemmers. Cheers. Cheers. Gents, just a reminder, head over to swannies.co. Use discount code BAGLEAGUE for 25% off your first order. Go get some new fresh polos, maybe a couple new hats. They got some nice-looking shorts over there. You know who you are. You need to upgrade that upgrade that wardrobe from Monday night. Let's look a little bit, a little bit more gentlemanly. Discount code Bag League, 25% off at Swannies.co.